Welcome, fuckers, to this episode of the Trailer Park Boys Fan Federation Podcast. I'm Morgan Rector. Hey, fuckers, it's me, Raymond Hazen. And uh, it was Ray's birthday. Well, it's, his birthday's on Saturday. Mine was yesterday. We both had a birthday this week. But Ray got a head start on the partying last week. And I, I always do. <laughs> yeah. So you, so he's he's in a show on my YouTube channel, Leader One Studios YouTube channel. It's called uh, JD's Firehouse, and the the what the show consists of is that uh, Ray's friend Jason will bring guests on his show, and the challenge is to to eat these really spicy foods and beverages. Jason and uh, what's his friend who usually does the show with him? Uh, Dennis. That's Dennis. the D in, in JD. That's right. Yeah, so, Jason and Dennis, they love spicy food. So you can see like they're they're never phased by it. But Ray Ray enjoys oh, some and, spicy and, food. And I learned and realized once Jason told me that Ethan is actually um is DJ's uh, son. It's his boy. Oh, that's his and son. So, yeah, I think yeah, I, I, I hadn't seen the kid since he was real little, so I didn't even think about it. I've only seen him like once or twice ever. Um but yeah, that's who that's who it was. <laughs> Yeah, and so uh, one of the spiciest products that they they've t- sampled is called it's from what they call the tube of terror. It's a bunch of peanuts, and they're really really spicy. How spicy are they, Ray? Oh my God. Uh, well, when I had tried them, up until that moment in my life, they were the hottest thing I had ever sampled, and uh, I don't remember what their Scoville rating is. I don't know if anyone knows what pepper about peppers and hot, but like all peppers have a Scoville rating. And if I remember correctly, jalapenos are in like the high hundreds, maybe the low one thousands and like habaneros are somewhere in the, I think like 4,000 range. I might be wrong on that. I could look it up real quick, but they're not much higher than the low thousands. You know, these, these hot peppers that we know. And, uh, these these things like the peanuts, I I believe are in the hundreds of thousands, if not the low, the low millions, uh, and just that that peanut, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's insane. It it, oh my god, it, it wrecked me. You know, I was it, I was not ready, and it scared because Jason told me then like we'll get ready because the the thing we were doing that night, you know, thing the reason I was actually there, uh, I don't know if people can tell me my throat still shot, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, um, is that but, spicy? Like you felt sting like hours afterwards? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I smoke a lot of weed, so so that doesn't help. I take bongos and all that. Yeah, it doesn't help. And then I I drank a lot over the weekend, and that doesn't help. And uh, of course, the mixture of all these hot things because he had me sample three things while I was there, you know. And you know, it was almost like each was hotter than the last. I I think. Yeah, the, the beef jer- jerky, right? Yeah, the jerky is supposed to be the hottest of them all that we did. And it's the hottest thing that anyone sampled on his show. And so he couldn't get anyone to even do it with him. But in knowing me, like all my friends know, like, fuck, dude, I- I'll do it. Like, whatever. I don't really care. I'll try at least. I might fail, but I'll give it the old college effort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if that's, you know, good or bad, stupid or what, but whatever. And uh, if you watch the video as I'm reading it, this jerky is – is set at five million Scovilles, and uh, it's got Carolina Reaper pepper extract and seeds and all kinds of shit all over it. And the Carolina Reaper pepper, I guess, is supposed to be the hottest in the world or something. 
And, uh, I mean, it was, it was insane. I got just about half of it in me and I lasted maybe 45 seconds or so. <laughs> and for what I could tell, nothing could make the, the sting go away, right? Not milk, not bread. No, no, no. It like, it would work for a second. Like if my mouth was like, I would chew up a chunk of bread and fill my mouth with milk. So it was like milky bread, just coating everything in there and it felt good. But you know how it is that eventually like dissolves and slides down your throat because it's just liquidy, you know? And so, and as soon as I swallow it, freaking heat right back instantly, like instantly. (laughs) What do they put Uh, on the peanuts? What's the ingredient? Um, I don't remember. I don't. Uh, I didn't look that up, but um, it had a bunch of stuff on it. The tincture, yeah, that's the one that I had at the end, where he, dude, it's it's like a little eyedropper, right? And you're supposed to put a little drop on things, a little, just a little drop. And uh, that's what I knew, dude. He he unloaded the whole freaking eyedropper in my mouth. I felt it puddle, and. Oh my god, like I think because of how much he put in there, it burnt a little I think even a little bit more than the uh um jerky felt kind of, but it shouldn't have. It shouldn't have been as hot as the jerky. Uh Yeah, I don't know. It was bad, dude. You know, and it's funny, yeah. Jason's a, Jason's a stud, like he he ate his jerky. Like if you watch it, he, he gets her done. Uh, but what the video doesn't show and, you know, his, his wife will let me get some footage of it, but he was in bed for like 45 minutes or something after that, just kind of like rolling around, writhing in pain. Uh You know, he said that he could feel it moving through his fucking intestinal tract. And, and I know what he's talking about because my whole stomach was hot for hours after that, when I ate that half, the half that I did. Oh my god, it burnt like for hours. The next day, dude, Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash don't even know nothing about a ring of fire. <laughs> you must have been shooting sparks, man. Right. <laughs> god. So, sorry. Was it was it the the jerky that you felt going through your system, or was it the tincture? That was the jerky. Now, Jason felt it bad. Me, I, I, my just belly, whole belly felt warm. He told me that he could feel it, but he ate the whole thing all at once, real fast, you know. Uh, I mean, I ate mine in one big bite, the half that I ate, but uh, oh, you know, I think it was almost half, a little less, you know, a little less than half, probably two thirds or a third or something. It was about just about half. But anyway, fucking, he, that's what he told me later on when he came out of the room. He said that the reason he was in there feeling so bad, like he could feel it moving through his intestines back and forth. Yeah. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it all that bad. Just you know, just getting hot <laughs> as it's moving through. I didn't feel it that bad. Like I'm just saying, my whole gut was hot. <laughs> well, like uh, there are some, there are some peppers that can do real physical damage to you. Like there's one I read about. I think it might come from Guyana, but don't quote me on that. But it's so hot, and I think it might have the world record that uh, if you were to like touch your eye after eating it, you could go blind. It's that fucking spicy. Oh yeah, well if you if you watch the video, like I said, we they comes with gloves. Like you have to wear gloves. Uh, Jason didn't in the video, but he didn't touch it very much, and he did wash his hands instantly afterwards. But uh, but yeah, it warned you about all kinds of stuff like that. Wow. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's it supposed crazy. to be good for you. I don't know. That's what they say. I don't think that. Hot. You don't, you don't <laughs> that way. It didn't feel good. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny because it looked like he only put one drop of the tincture in your mouth, but maybe through sleight of hand or something, he snuck in the rest. Well, you remember, it's like an eyedropper, so he had the eyedropper full. Yeah. And so when he holds it over to squeezes it, it all just comes right out, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Instead of carefully, lightly squeezing like you would with an eye drop just to get a drop to come out, he just gave it over and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that's what he's saying. Remember, if you watch that part, too, when he's asking how many did you have, and I'm bent over going, I don't know, and I'm like half crying damn near. He sticks <laughs> his hand He sticks his hand forward and holds out all five fingers. He's saying he put five drops in there. I'm telling you, I don't know if it was five drops, but the damn vial, the, the eyedropper was full. And so I got a feeling it was a few more than just five. I felt it puddle in my mouth on my tongue and everything, you know? Shit. <laughs> it was so hot. <laughs> and that was the uh, Hell Gardens straw, uh, straw, Starburst. Hell Gardens star, Orange Starburst or something like that. It was made by Hell Garden Tinctures. Well, so look them up, to- people. They would have you doubled over. I don't even know what effect it would have on me because I, I eat uh, uh, jalapeno and cheddar Doritos and I have to take a break at some point. No. So that, that, and that's just powdered jalapeno on that. So. Yeah, I mean, I thought I did all right. Like I said, I, yeah. I can eat, I eat, I can eat jalapenos, the peppers, no problem, raw or pickled. Um, I don't eat habaneros, but I can cook with them. Uh, I've had ghost pepper stuff before. That's pretty hot, pretty damn hot, but I can eat it. It's not that big of a deal. Um, this stuff was is otherworldly, my man. It was otherworldly. I was, I was not prepared. <laughs> Worse than jalapeno, huh? As Ricky oh, my God. Right? Oh, in case you ever wondered uh, what Zeste Mordant is referenced to, we have uh, bilingual packaging in Canada, English and French, and and uh, Mordant means uh, zesty in French. I don't know if you, you realize that. but Mm-mm. I did not. Yeah. Yeah, all the packaging has, except for imported products. But, yeah, most things have the French version on it. I think he may have done that once or twice another time or two. But, uh, yeah, it's you kind of get used to that here. Yeah, the two chips I've heard Ricky – bring up up there or Jesse Morton's and dressed all over. And we do not have those down yeah. here. Well, we, but have, yeah, we have sorted. Yeah. All dressed. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it all dressed? Is that what it's called? All dressed. Yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like ruffles as that. Yeah. Uh, and I've, and I've seen those up there. And that's what I was saying. And uh, the Zesty Morton's, it looked like a, just a Doritos, like some nacho Doritos or something. Uh, yeah. I saw, just I, zesty cheese. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, I should say that. Yeah, that no. Yeah, Mordon is not French for for zesty. It's a well. Well, it's weird because um, fromage is the French word for cheese. So uh, yeah, maybe it is the French word for zesty. I don't know. I got to look at the label sometime. But it's a funny thing because in in Nova Scotia, chips are a big deal. They eat a lot of chips there. I remember when oh, I, I was, love chips, dude. Yeah, so. I love chips. <laughs> Remember when you were a kid, what, going? Yeah, I just remember being a kid growing up there, fucking, it just seemed like everybody had their hand in a fucking bag of chips. It's really <laughs> weird. They're obsessed with chips and wrestling, too. 
I'll be right back. The pizza guy just arrived. Yeah, pizza dude. Yeah. Now that's cool wrestling, man. Uh, I don't know if you, you probably can't hear me at all, Borgit. <laughs> I'll just wait a second for you to get here. Maybe I just keep talking to the people. Dude, that shit was so hot, you guys. I'm telling you. I mean, if you're crazy and you want to try some hot stuff, that tube of terror, uh, the something bros, um, was the ones who, who made that, the, the face, it's called the face melter. And that's the jerky. And then Hell Garden's tinctures, man. Those things are just way too hot. But, you know, they'll put hair on your chest, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, Jason was telling me that uh, he's talking about making his own, his, his own products, his own hot sauces and stuff. <coughs> yeah, he was mentioning that. I say go for it, buddy, right? You know? What do I got here? Wait, where's my dad pen? Here we go. I'm my dad. What do I got here? Oh, Potter's is the company that does this dad pen I got here. And it's the Watermelon Kush Indica. Ooh, it's so good. Here we go. Let's have a dab of this guy. Kush. That sounds good. Dude, it tastes just like watermelon. It's so good. Oh, but it fucked you up. <laughs> Sounds good, yeah. Oh. What do you smoke joints or bongs? Anything and everything, my man. But yeah. uh I don't roll joints all that often, but every once in a while I do. So uh what was I gonna talk about next? Oh yeah. Mm. So sometimes guys will get their male friends like a prostitute as a gift, an escort. Lady of the evening, lady of the evening, as Bubbles calls them. I've never that, had a friend that nice. <laughs> is that a bad? Do you think that's a good idea? Because it's like a woman who may have STDs or crap. You know? Yeah, you never really know. Like I don't know. I've never been with a prostitute. I mean, I've been with pretty much all like all sluts. Like I'm cool with sluts. Like I'm a slut. I'm an ex-retired slut. Like I don't charge. Like I just give it away for free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I trust that more than someone who does it for money. I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> as weird as that sounds, uh, because like I don't know. If you do it for money, you'll let anyone pay you. You know what I'm saying? If you do it just because you're a slut, you're at least gonna have some sort of standard somewhere. That's a horror right now. Just kidding. Right? Or <laughs> I, I got to get the pizza now. Last time was a false alarm. False alarm. <laughs> it's all right. With the power and the magic of, of editing and post-production. I'm Scoob Dad Leahy, a.k.a. Ray. So how, how wasted did you get on the weekend? Oh, fucking easy six out of ten, bro. <laughs> how much no. uh, alcohol did you drink uh let's see throughout the whole weekend i think i had two-fifths a pint and then uh i think i went through two cases of beer two as in 12 six yeah 12 packs 12 pick oh, and i don't oh, know if I, I don't know if i had all of those myself <laughs> and my buddy probably had a couple but he was drinking so, he had a couple he had some beers himself too so he might, I guess maybe I could have blur. drinking them all. <laughs> it's all blur now, huh? It's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So between all that and the and all the hot shit, oh dude, I was tossed for days, man. Threw up a bunch. You know, that's the one thing. That's the one thing about TV and Hollywood and stuff. Like when we're younger, they never did like partying. It looks so cool. And you know, partying is totally awesome. Totally fun. Love it. Love to party. But the afterwards, dude, like, fuck, yeah. dude. And the older you get, oh, my God. It took, like, fuck, almost three days to recuperate from this one, dude. And there's a like, big fuck. difference. Between, there's a difference between when a woman pukes and when a man pukes, when a woman's with her girlfriends, they hold her hair and shit. Whereas when a guy pukes, his, his friends fucking laugh at him. You ever had people right. say to you? Yeah, put your face in the toilet or something. <laughs> I never had that happen, but I've had. No, no, I've never had that. Laugh but... at me, yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely friends laugh if the kids are puking. Yeah. Well, I always thought I was, I would always like get it over with, you know, like it's better than ruining your night, standing around, staggering, trying not to let it come up because it's going to come up. Right. So, well, better out than in, I always say, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, my grandpa used to say that, but. <laughs> well, even if uh, no one says it to you, somehow, you know, right. That's right. <laughs> so, oh, ho, so ho's not a great gift is it i mean i'm thinking we were talking about well that well that also that also depends on the person like you know if your buddy's quagmire yeah yeah like that's a wonderful gift you know what i'm saying <laughs> well, maybe- uh, if your buddy used to date a stripper or something like that's a fucking wonderful gift you know but if your your buddy's a total you know lame or not a lame that just sounds mean i didn't mean it like that you know what i'm saying like if you're if he's like a you know like a nice guy who like he doesn't doesn't even do hoes like probably banged like four chicks in his life or something like no getting him but then again he might need one at the same time you know (laughs) might be struggling it would be insulting to get like a like a meth whore. <laughs> that would be cool. Well, yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> here's two. Here's toothless Tammy. <laughs> yeah, like, like looks good from the neck down, but her face looks like a seventy year old woman. <laughs> hey, Bill, I'd like to introduce you to One Trick Wanda. <laughs> yeah. Right. Why do they call her One Trick Wanda? You're gonna find out. <laughs> well, they got they, they got the skills to pay the bills. That's from what I can tell. That's what, right. Watching That's meth right. porn, you know, they know what they're doing, but it's just uh, and and they don't come. You don't have to pay through the nose for them. That's for the sh- that's for sure. Because if you really if you want a really hot prostitute, you have to pay a lot of money. Oh, big bucks, big bucks, dude. Like, but yeah, you're right. Those those crackos, you you could probably get a half and half for like you know sixty bucks or something. <laughs> oh yeah, well I, some of them are, are like twenty dollars for a blowjob, really. Yeah, well, uh, unless I'm mistaken, a half and half is the start blowjob and then you finish, you know, with uh, you know, actual sex. Yeah, so, yeah. So you get so you get a little bit of both. Yeah, so half and half. You know. What I call a wash and fold. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, well like um. Well, there, there's also this interesting thing I read about called the girlfriend experience where. Basically, you and this prostitute kind of make an arrangement where basically you go to her place and and it's like you have a girlfriend and there's kissing and hugging and cuddling and sex and everything, except she doesn't nag you or bitch you out at all. And 
you leave her apartment and you don't have to speak to her again. So, so then it's not the girlfriend experience. It's the mistress experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where the fucking fairy tale experience <laughs> Right. Because I was just about to say the girlfriend experience, dude, if I wanted a chick fucking complain about everything I do and yelling at me to take the damn dishes into the fucking dishwasher or something, like I just get a girlfriend, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. And you, you uh, pay, uh, I presume you paid a lot of money to be with your your baby's mama, and you probably wouldn't want to pay to have that experience again, right? Hell no, dude. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, I wouldn't want that experience if you paid. <laughs> did, you see, did you see that thing I sent you that as the the idea for a gag gift for her? It's a bag. It just says "ho bag" on it. <laughs> no, I must have missed that. I thought it was just a like a bag uh, that. It was like full of like the word that said the word dick or something. Like a bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that would be apropos as well. Yeah, right. But no, a hoe bag, that's beautiful. You sent me that? I got to see that. <laughs> I'll send it again, yeah. Yeah, do that. I'm so what, did, so what do, you, do you still see? Uh, you have, so I guess I presume you're forced to see her when you want to see the kid? Well, no, fortunately for me, uh, my mom goes down the hill. And picks him up, so she visits with her, and then it's her alone time with the boy, is the drive up the hill and everything. So she gets to spend some alone time because when you know once he gets up here, you know he's mine. And then you know I'll sit with grandma while mom takes off down the hill. It's no big deal. Fucking. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. So. So I was wondering. I actually it just occurred to me right now. Oh, there's my kitty. The fact, there's Vince the pins. The Hi, fact Vince that, the pins. The fact that your least Vince. favorite character is Lucy, I'm wondering. Is that could that be inspired by that? <laughs> very, very much so, buddy. Uh, and plus, I've known other girls just like Lucy, like I said, and not just you know the one that we're speaking of. But yes, yeah, <laughs> I got a bad taste in my mouth for chicks like her. <laughs> as long as she's got her hand in your pocket, you're you're cool. But then when when there's nothing in there for her, she's gone. That kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I, wonder, okay. oh, yeah, I remember I threw this challenge at you. Not a spicy food challenge, but so we talk. We've talked because yeah, I'm probably before, cool off those for a while. Yeah, yeah. You you, you had to. You'll be end up in the intensive care unit. Right. But um, we we're talking about like white trash foods before the kind of cheap shit that you eat when you're poor. And I send you this challenge. What could you do with bologna to make it like taste like a swanky gourmet dish? Is there anything that you could use to spice it up or to cook it a certain way? Well, I was thinking about that, and um, I actually started looking up some bologna dishes, recipes, and things to help try to rejog my memory. Uh, And... um, I mean, there are a few here that uh, on this one website that I found that I've done variations of, actually. Like, um, here, let's see here. Uh, okay, this one's really cool right here. I've done this before, but it's, uh, the bologna breakfast cup. You ever done one of those? I never had one, no. Okay, so it, you basically just take a, a, a cupcake pan, and you just, instead of putting, you know, paper in there and fill it with cupcake you just line it with bologna and then you know you take your eggs and your 
whatever in, you know you know filling and stuff and you put it in there and you put it in the oven and bake it and that hardens the bologna around it makes like a little cup and then the eggs and everything inside cook and then boom you got this little bologna cup they're pretty bomb so it's, so it's almost like an egg mcmuffin except there's no mcmuffin it's bologna is that how it works or yeah well it's kind of like you're it's like the bologna becomes the bowl oh i see okay see what i'm saying um and then uh Okay, this one I've never done. I mean, I've done a variation of this. Like, we've all had, um, like, bacon-wrapped or pancetta-wrapped uh, or even salami-wrapped asparagus, right? Why not bologna-wrapped asparagus? Hey, why not? Fry first. Why not? New fried right? steak, yeah. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> little bologna-fried asparagus. That would be bomb. Uh, the bologna burger, right? Instead of um, hamburger or turkey oh, burger yeah. or whatever. Just a nice thick slab slice of round bologna with, you know, like maybe some peppers and onions sautéed on it or something like that. Yeah, you'd have to buy the log and actually cut the thick slices. Yeah, know? yeah, you definitely need a log for that because you want a thick – yeah. Uh, okay, here's one that looked really good. Now, I've done very – just like a breakfast sandwich but with bologna, you know. Um, but there's the egg sandwich with bologna and jerk and mayo and crispy onions that I found on this website, and that reminded me of – because my grandpa used to make me breakfast sandwiches growing up all the time. And uh, it, bacon, spam a lot. We'd use spam a lot. He loved spam. So I got so I got a place in my heart for spam. It loves me some spam. Uh, but when we didn't have anything like that, you know, ham, Canadian bacon or whatever, bologna sufficed very well. Uh, and he would use that. Okay. Uh, how about this one? Like, have you ever had a, like a mac and cheese or like a casserole um, with, well, what about with bologna? A nice bologna and cheese casserole or yeah some, make make that you know, the base you know put that on the bottom of the pan with uh you know with like some you know i don't know some sauce and some noodles all and like you can saute up the chunks of spam or, or, or saute chunks of bologna up um here's one that i thought was here okay this one i've never done and it looks kind of cool and it, and at a nice uh Excuse me, nice trailer park cocktail party. You guys, this is going to go over great. I promise everyone uses one. The Southern Gentleman's Pan Fried Bologna Slider. Wow. <laughs> it's just a little slider. We all know what a slider is. You get the little buns. Uh, I bet them Hawaiian buns would even work really good. Those sweet Hawaiian rolls that we all have at like Thanksgiving and shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, get those. And then, I mean, I don't, it doesn't say it because there's no like recipe. There's just pictures and they talk about it on this thing. Uh, I would do some sort of like little aioli, and if anyone knows what an aioli is, just a, like a mayonnaise-based sauce. You basically take to make a cheap aioli, you take some mayonnaise and any seasonings or any like you can mix a little barbecue and garlic and have and just have a with some mayo and, and you'll have a garlic and barbecue aioli, you know whatever you want, so some pickled juice and whatever, and boom, you have pickled flavored aioli, you know mustard, mustard aioli, you know whatever. Some salt and pepper. You basically add a little salt and pepper. That's it. But anyway, put some sort of little aioli on there. And then some pickles and uh, pan-fried bologna. Nice thick slices is what it's showing. And uh, you have little sliders. And fuck, dude. That'd be fucking good. <laughs> yeah, you got uh, You know what? You, but, should have a, you should have a cooking show. You, you know what? Vid- shoot video of yourself cooking, and I'll put it up on my YouTube channel. Ooh, I, had the idea, I had this idea... I had this idea be called the Bachelor's Cookbook, where basically you're showing guys who are absolutely clueless in the kitchen how to cook, right? Because the average dude who's out 
on his own for the first time. Doesn't know shit about cooking, most of them, right? Right, right. You know. Well, let's put it out to the you know few listeners we got. What do you guys think? Email Morgan or myself, uh, and let us know. Is that something anyone would watch out there? If there's a couple people who watch it, shit, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, at Are, least we'll work. At least work on trying to check it out. You know, get it going or something. Well, what what is your your method of preparing steak after going to culinary school? How do you prepare a steak? I have to. I mean, you you need to tenderize it a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, light meat mallet or maybe just a fork or something, just get nice tender, little some holes in it. And then I marinate my steaks for three days. I always do whatever I'm doing it in. It's got to be three days though. I mean, two will work. Forty eight hours will work. But it's not good enough for me. I'd like to go in three days. But uh, I prefer putting them in some sort of sauce, you know, that you can make some sort of, you know, whatever you want. Uh, I've been doing this thing on the smoker lately. I got that smoker out back. It's really nice. I like to take them and, like, I'll marinate them in, like, uh, some some steak sauce or even some teriyaki sauce or whatever. Uh, And then you take them out. And then we got uh, some dry rubs that we got in there. Or you can get some just random seasoning, garlic, salt, uh, brown sugar, some little thyme, oregano. Make your own little rub if you want. But then you dry rub them and you smoke them. Or you can just put them on the grill and heat them up real nice. That's pretty good, too. Uh, But back in the day, you know, I mean, the best way some people say is just you get some salt and pepper and you put them on the grill for a little bit. And then you get yourself a nice, like, garlic butter or something that you make. Uh, maybe some sautéed mushrooms or something, and you just put those on top with the garlic butter and just the regular steak with some salt and pepper. Um, that right. that's how, and that's that's the real way you'll taste the real flavor of the meat. But if you like it dressed up, like my mom and other people do, you know the marinades and all the other stuff. Like those are a couple good ways you can do them too. <laughs> so after, after you do all that, all the marinating, do you even need a steak knife, or can you just fork? Well, no, yeah, you depends. Yeah, you can fork them a lot. Um, if you overcook it, then no, no. I mean, yeah. Uh, I remember one of the best pieces of meat I ever had, though. I didn't prepare it, but down in uh, Napa Valley, there's the Rutherford Bar and Grill. Go and look it up, people. But anyway, I was in there one time, and um, I got to I got to have ostrich while I was there. Ostrich, yeah. Yeah, and it was a trip. Like I, it was so funny in my mind when I read that. I pictured the Flintstones, and I pictured the dude running out yeah. to the car with, like, the giant fucking bird drumstick leg, right? So I just pictured this, this giant fucking drumstick on this huge plate coming out, right? And I was like, oh, I have to have that, like, right now. I want the ostrich. But it came in these two little steaks, and they were it was like red meat, dude, and they were just two little steaks. And uh, I, didn't, I did not need um, a knife. I used nothing. I forked those just right in half in pieces and dude it was so melting my mouth oh so good mm. <sighs> well, most, most meat is either like chicken beef or pork so, right yeah. yeah i mean every everything tastes like something <laughs> well i tried goat once that's that's like beef yeah right. goat's good I, uh, I a lot of things i had uh i mean like i've had gator burger I, would, I think we. I don't know i would try about. gator yeah I would or not burger but gator sausage alligator sausage oh sausage yeah Sorry. Yeah, sausage. Um, I mean, all kinds of crazy things: snake, bear, elk. You know. How how was snake? What's that like? Um, I mean, it's okay. It was uh, it was kind of salty the way the guy made it though. It was like a jerky thing. I don't know. And another guy made a soup with it one time. Or uh, um, chef that I had at uh, 
this one restaurant made soup with it, and that was pretty good. Well, they're very muscular, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and the, no, and and not really any fat. It's real lean, you know, real lean. Yeah, so it's like, you know, no fat. And to delve into the the uh, history behind how bologna in some parts of Canada has become known as as Newfoundland steak. See, the Newfies, they kind of came to be known as being like Canada's equivalent of the Polish, and they've suffered from the same kind of humor and reputation. They're actually fine people. They're just as intelligent as anyone else. But, yeah, that was a stigma that they carried around for a long, long time. There's a lot of Newfie jokes out there. But I wouldn't I wouldn't crack Newfie jokes with with a Newfie. But uh, that's the history behind that. Why on the show they're referring to bologna as Newfoundland steak, but of course they eat real steak that comes from from cow. So <laughs> uh, Phil Collins sure likes his bologna. Yeah, he does. Yeah, nine sandwiches. <laughs> what was what was the thing where uh, Ricky? I don't know where, how they were like talking about meat or whatever, but like, where do you think they? I think they're referring to some some kind of pork product. Where do you think they get bacon from? From a cow? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, God, what were they talking about? Uh, oh, something about uh, it was Corey and uh, uh, Jacob, I think, or something about getting the milk. Remember, you wanted to get the the cow for. Um, for the wedding he was going to have with what's her oh, face steak maker yeah steak maker it was something <laughs> like that yeah and then uh and then something about bacon was something fuck man i can't remember how that went now but i think i think that's when you're, you're talking about that i think Thanks. that's when i happened i don't remember when i I'm about to watch, damn it i gotta start watching some old episodes again i keep saying that but i haven't <laughs> well i watched up to uh up to uh, up the end of season nine on my birthday so debating with myself whether to watch season 10 i mean it's good after candy disappears but that those first few episodes man that's 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 rough <laughs> it's hard territory was she, was she she's there in 10 and 11 right um i think it's just 10 she was around for a while and um yeah thank god they didn't decide to bring her back oh and i and i realized the guy who played the warden in Trail Park Jail, he played Leslie Dancer, didn't he? Because his voice sounds very similar. Oh, the blind guy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know his name in real life, but. Uh, no, no, no. He wasn't Leslie Dancer, but he's the guy who, um, you know, what's the movie? The Swearnet movie. He's the 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 gangster guy with the with his little short buddy. Remember? Um. Remember the Swearnet movie? It's been where a long race time. With Tom, where they race with Tom Green? Uh, you know, that might be the actual same guy who was Leslie yeah, Dennis, too. Because if you listen to the voice, I mean, he's speaking with a Scottish accent, I think. But, yeah, there's a lot I, of... Well, I, can't, I can't remember if Leslie Dancer plays the same guy as the guy from um, the Swearnet movie. But I know for a fact that that's the same guy from the Swearnet movie. Uh, shoot, I'm totally drawing a blank now. There's some other actors throughout the series who, like, just bit players who played more than one character. Like, um, the guy who, uh, like, when they, I think it was, I don't know if it was season three or four, but it was the, the season where Ricky kissed John Lee, uh, Jim Leahy's bare ass. And the first episode, they go to the bank, 
and the guy who was giving the cash to Julian, he was. I remember he was in the the, the Legion when Bubbles performed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of reoccurring people that bounce around there for sure. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, there's a few of these like Canadian actors who have been on the show a few times, and the guy who played the police captain when Jim Leahy was reinstated. His name is Maury Chaikin, and he starred in a movie called Whale Music, and you get to see him naked. Uh, Daniel, really? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Daniel Lilford is the guy's name, and yes, it is the exact same person. So it's all three characters. So it's it's Mr. Pinchbeck is the name from Swearing at the Movie, but he's also Leslie Dancer, and he's also the warden. Yeah, I was about to look at... um... Jonathan Torrance now. We did we discussed him briefly before. Oh, I miss J-Rock, but yeah. Yeah, so I have a lot of favorite moments with J-Rock. Um, I don't know what it is, but every time I see the episode where um, he and uh, – it was soon after the boys got out of jail and um, J-Rock and – That narrows it down. Like, <laughs> yeah, and Ricky picks up the keyboard and you hear, J-Rock, baby – Jay oh Rock. yeah, I love yeah. that. I don't know. I love that sample. I don't know. I know that is <laughs> when, he, when he's going to get his. Uh, what did J Rock take from him? The, oh, they use the money to buy the uh, equipment. Yeah, recording equipment, turntables right. and samplers and shit like that. Turntables and one microphone. <laughs> Dude, it's like it's almost like I grow up. I grew up seeing Jonathan Torrance because. His first show was a was called Street Sense. It was um it was on the Canadian on the public broadcaster CBC. Uh, it was like a it was a, a show about the economy and money, but for kids. Uh, if you can picture such a thing. Uh, later on, he had a daytime talk show called John of Vision. And uh, I've, actually, I've actually seen clips of most of these things. Oh, you see John Vision yet? Well, uh, you, you, know, you can find almost anything on YouTube. Yeah, and, true. Uh, I've you know, looked up work. That's how I know that Mike was in a band in the late 90s and, and all that stuff. Or, or early 90s, mid-90s, you know, and, and things like that. That's how I found uh, the Cart Boy and yeah. things like that. Long before Netflix ever, ever put one last shot on there. Like, it was hard to find, you know? <laughs> Yeah, he um he's he's been working steadily since Trail Park Boys. He um he hosted a show called TV with TV's Jonathan Torrens, and uh, he has a podcast now called the Taggart and Torrens Podcast. Mm-hmm. They talk about sports and politics and uh, offer their own take on current events. So he was born in Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island. Um, lived in a town near there called Sherwood. And um, started performing when he was in grade one. Like the Sherwood Forest? Yeah, like the Sherwood Forest. But it was, I guess there was a lot of forest there, too. Yeah. Is this Merry Men in Tights running around? Yeah, maybe. Maybe like the J- Rock. J- J- J-Rock, baby, in, in the Rock Pile. <laughs> yeah. the, with the Merry Pile. <laughs> Rockin' Hood, yeah. Right. Rockin' Hood. Uh, that's it, dude. I love it. He has a sister who's an actress too, Jackie Torrance. Um, I don't know if she's done anything as illustrious as Trailer Park Boys, but he uh, he has two. J- Jonathan Torrance has two daughters, 
and their names are Sugar Daisy and Indigo. Thank God those are girls' names. You name a boy Sugar Daisy. You better hope he never goes to prison, man. Right? I well, <laughs> Wouldn't it be ironic maybe if, like, Sugar Daisy was, like, a real tomboy and ended up joining the Army and everything? Right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sugar Daisy. I'm here yeah, to kick your ass. It's possible. Uh, uh, that'd be dope, dude. That'd be a cool fucking like nickname. Like if you're a UFC fighter, you know, if, if, if Ray Sugar Daisy Hazen, oh, I'm here to kick your ass. You know, yeah, yeah, I'll kick her ass. She'll be easily. Right? Yeah. She'd be. The, she'd have a grudge and a chip on her shoulder from having that name on her life, all her life. And, well, no, you know, let's, okay, all jokes aside, I, there are pretty cool names, you know, I, I've, I've always liked... For uh, girls, yeah. <laughs> well, I've always liked names that are different and not, you know, when I mean, you name everybody Sarah or John, like, it just it gets redundant and old and boring. Yeah, yeah. You know, so unique in, in different names, like, I, I dig that type of stuff, so that's cool, for sure. So, yeah, well, I mean, speaking of gender nonconformity, Jonathan Torrance, in 1998, he played a character named David in a group, in a movie called Beefcake which is about 1950s muscle magazines and their connection with the gay community. I never saw the movie, but I know I've seen like just little clips and things. And I don't know if he plays a gay guy in that movie or not, but uh, there's a high likelihood of that have happened because I don't think he's ever been very muscular. So uh, my, my buddy plays one all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My buddy, Kevin. Well, no, so it says during the summer of 2004, he starred as the gotta be gay guy on the Spike TV mock reality show Joe Schmo 2. <clears throat> so there's a history of that, I guess. He's also uh, had a recurring character on Letterkenny. Oh, he's been on Letterkenny? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which I love that show. Oh, yeah, I just came up to that. Yeah, yes. Semi regular roles on that. Mr. D, Call Me Fitz, Game On. And so we were going to do, was it letter E from the dick shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, I believe we're on E's, right? Yeah. Let me check. Because the D's were, yeah, double barrel shit machine gun. Yeah, we just did that one. E's, because I didn't, okay, the first one, shit ear. We didn't do shit ear last week, did we? I don't don't think so. so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The shit ear. Okay. Uh, the portion of the organ that stands prominent. Uh, propensity to hear everything as if it was not true. Pure shit, i.e. pure shit. Uh, part of the shithead that has the <laughs> pretense of absorbing information, but in fact is resistant due to an ex- excessive excess buildup of uh, intelligent or intellect gained through years of experience in the real shit world. <laughs> so basically it's the uh, shit portion of the shit head that is used for absorbing information, but is now resistant to it for excess buildup of intellect gained through real life experience in the real shit world. You've got to get a few Q-tips for that ear, I guess. Right? <laughs> uh, ooh. <clears throat> shit Empire. A pile of shit that is so big it becomes populized uh, with a civilization that evolves the capacity for interstellar travel and uses it to spread its shit throughout the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Speaking of shit, I was just thinking now with the shitmobile, how uh, that's like the one of the most fucked up cars in the world, but Ricky's always warning people not to fuck with it. Don't scratch my car. Right, yeah. It's missing a door <laughs> and fucked up paint, but don't scratch the car, yeah. Uh, I love that car, too. <laughs> he, buy, he buys expensive rims for it, I think, in season seven. You know, uh, but, like, I swear every time he takes a, uh, what is it, a left turn, that one back right hubcap comes off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't it, didn't he end up getting, like, a, some other car and the door came off that one, too, and he, he, the, the, pat, the driver's side door also got jammed? Wasn't wasn't that yeah, a Yeah, it did happen at some time, didn't it? So maybe maybe it was the maybe it was the supervisor's car like when he was the the briefly the supervisor of Sunnyvale. He fucked oh, that might have been it. <laughs> that might have been it. Fucked the car up in the exact same way. Yeah. And uh, uh, well, yeah, it wasn't well, wasn't it the Christmas special, the original Christmas special where we actually see the the shitmobile get fucked up. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was Julian's grandma's car, and she gave it to Ricky, or he gave it to Ricky for Christmas when he bailed him out, because he was trying to get Lucy to stop trying to bang, Julian was trying to get Lucy to stop trying to bang him, and so he bailed Ricky out of jail, and gave him a car, so Lucy would get back together with him, and gave him the shitmobile, and then, when they were in the parking garage, uh, stealing presents, uh, he was backing up. And he had the door open, and he's using because he's looking out. And yeah. one of the pillars, memory backed up into one of the pillars and took the door off. I love that scene. Of the it, it was a with it was when Corey and Trevor were stealing gas for the boys, and the mall cops caught Trevor, but he managed to run away. And he's like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, <laughs> I fell <laughs> the floor. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that was the same parking garage they were stealing presents. Probably, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Trevor is funny when he's acting tough, like like the episode where he like he got tired of Ricky pushing him around, so he started he pushed him back and insulted him, and Ricky tore his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and remember you, that. You fucked up because you're so fucking stupid, Ricky. <laughs> uh, all right, here. Let's see what the next one is. Um. Shit engine, a mythol wait a mythological device enabling move or motive power to be generated by vapored uh, feces. Parts, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Right. Uh, fuck, there's some weird picture here. I was just looking at it. I don't know what the hell it even means. Oh, here we go. Here, last one. Shit enema. That's pretty sweet. Uh, right? Back uh, prep, preparation for a good job. <laughs> Create, <laughs> creating a clean, uh, precise or precise work environment for a complex task. Ergo, I can't drop the kids off at the pool until I've had a shit enema. <laughs> <laughs> Do back. what you will, make what you smell. Bill Bow song. From shitty shitty bung bang, <laughs> and there's a picture of what appears to be Santa with shit on his head, sewing another pile of shit in half with a saw. Yeah, I saw something that threw me this week. Not related to that, but 
John Paul Tronblay posted this thing on Instagram about his father-in-law. I think he just died. It is so weird, man. The guy looks so much like John Dunsworth. I actually thought that's who it was at first. Really? Yeah, he looked a lot like John Dunsworth. That must have been uh, an, uh, an opportunity for him to work with those two, with that J- guy. JP's father-in-law or whatever? Yeah, JP Trump. Blitz, uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Did you watch the Park After Dark video? No, no. I haven't really got too much into the um, their podcast series. And reason being is because I lost my swear net a while back for a long time. And so I saw up to like episode like 53 or something of the original podcast series and i know that it actually leads into park after dark they changed eventually you know and i i've i don't know what it is about me i don't like skipping anything ever and i just haven't gone back and actually started watching the entire podcast series you know from way back when eventually i need to and i know i'm going to uh i just haven't yet I, I I did watch uh, uh, both shorts of the Jail series today, um, and I was watching uh, Ricky Brown just before you called. I've been staying up on those. I know which is so what. Like it's one few minute episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw those, and it's funny because they already dealt with the whole thing with piss in the movie and now they're doing piss again oh i know i thought about that i was like dude julian is always up to something with piss dude <laughs> you know and i mean no it that it ain't the first or second time i mean uh i swear he's he's done things with piss more than more than just twice i mean there was the time where he's got uh J- jacob working when he's with the military right yeah, yeah. is that the same time when he was busted with all the cocks yeah, I think so because uh, ja- okay. or well, no, well Jacob Jacob helped him get access to the piss in the military place. Uh, maybe he got busted with the cocks later on. But, uh, yeah, well, I mean, is that I mean that's not around the same time period, right? It's not the same. Is it the same piss operation? I can't even remember no, why he had all those dicks. Well, because he was selling piss. <laughs> and, why why did he want to include those with it? Uh, because that way the guy they could like hook it up is like it's a fake dick apparatus, so it's got the piss set up. Oh so yeah, walk in yeah. There, you just pull that out instead of your real guy. You know what I'm saying? And in the, case, uh, in case, oh, so if they have to do it in front of them, you mean? Oh, you always do it in front. You always have to do it in front of uh, people when you're when you're testing. Oh, uh, I mean, especially if it's for probation or parole, or whatever. Like they want to see your junk too. Wow. Yeah. That must be so fucking humiliating and degrading. I mean, after a while, it's like, whatever. You get used to it, I guess. I mean, like, have you had to do that to get medical insurance with a job, too? Uh, I mean, I've had a pee test for jobs in the past, but they never really stand there and watch you for that. Like, it's a little more trusting than that, uh, at least in my experience. They usually have you go down to, like, just a laboratory and you go into a bathroom. And it's kind of like if you went to Planned Parenthood and, like, you pee in the cup and then there's the little closet a little freaking like medicine cabinet looking thing on the wall and like you open your side and you put it in there and close it and they can reach in from their side and take it out you know uh from the other side of the wall <laughs> at least that's the way i've seen it but i've only had a p-test a couple times for jobs 
probation and paroles and stuff, a lot more than that. And like, oh yeah, they always want to watch. Were you allowed to even drink alcohol while you were on probation? Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, uh, well, it depends. Um, it depends on what your charges are. Like, so if you got alcohol-related charges, then no, they won't let you. But if you don't, then yeah, you totally can. The weed, I guess, would even be off the table, right? No, for the most part, they don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, most parole officers will straight tell you. Probation, definitely. Uh, pro, uh, parole officers, no, they really don't care. They only care about, uh, you know, narcotics, hard drugs. And, um, I mean, but the way around all of that always, you know, was just get your prescription and then you're approved. I guess no meth whores either, right? Right, no meth whores. You know, you know, and the thing is, is some people say, oh, no, you, you know, in your probation, you can't get a prescription. You know, no, here's the thing. Yes, you can. And then I've had to do it before. And then you always got then you go to the in front of the judge and you show them the prescription from the doctor. Uh, and then the judge has to honor the prescription f- from the doctor because it's been prescribed just like you would with any other narcotics. Like you just can't go get fucking opiates and start popping them without anyone's permission. Like you need to let the probation know. You got to go let the judge. Like you get, you're supposed to do that with some some places, you know. Uh, but they always want to fight the weed thing. And the thing is, is they will. They'll fight it. They'll tell you no. But if you go to court with the recommendation and prescription already, the judge will honor it because they can't. They have to kind of. And then once that happens, probation has no choice but to respect it. Parole, on the other hand, like I said, they don't give a shit. As long as if it ain't fucking real drugs, they don't care. Is weed legal in California? Like the whole oh, of totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally. For recreational use. So that's why when you hear me talk about the, the, the weed store or the drugs store that we have down here, that's yeah. literally what it is. It's just a store. Like a it's like a little convenience store that it's not like a seven eleven, you know, it's it's more like a like a like a pipe shop, you know, like a head shop or a tobacco shop. And the like best part is you don't have to hang out with a drug dealer like the Flappy Bird nope. Brothers. No, you do not have to hang out with the Flappy Bird Brothers. <laughs> hey, where are you going, man? You just got here. Right. <laughs> it's like, dude, I don't want to hang out for five hours. Here. Terry and Dennis, dude. Those <laughs> fucking guys. Here comes uh, fucking Cyrus. Yeah. And Terry and Dennis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking, come on. Yeah. Oh, that shit was great. I remember that. That's me. Riding a cock. There's a cowboy <laughs> riding a cock. My name paid right next to it. <laughs> but you know, my favorite, my the funniest Cyrus moment, in my opinion, it's from uh, Don't Legalize It, where he's like, I pay them in craft dinner and it's fairly inexpensive. Yeah. And Sam Wasco working for craft dinner. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was hilarious. That was hilarious, dude. Yeah. Now, Cyrus is good, dude. I like everything that he's in. Uh, I Sometimes I wish you'd see him more, but I'm kind of glad that you don't all the time because it yeah. makes his appearances that much more important and memorable, you know what I'm saying? And the dynamics, uh, the, like the hatred that he has for everyone and everyone for yeah. him is just fucking great, dude. Oh, another one, another Cyrus flying. Put down the chicken down the dome. <laughs> Say goodnight to the bad guys. Oh, did you know that he was one of John Dunsworth's acting students? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually seen him um, uh, a couple of interviews with, with the guy who plays Cyrus. I don't remember his name, but he's, you know, he's talking about some things. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, apparently John Dunsworth was like a straight shooter when he taught acting. Like you say to someone, that, you know, that's bullshit, and you know it. He was like real. He didn't pull punches with people. Well, I imagine, you know, I wouldn't <laughs> doubt that. I wouldn't expect any different, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he was so fucking real, you know. His, his performances were so gritty. Even when he's, even in season nine, when he's laying in the the tub with the the mannequin pretending it's Julian. Oh yeah, the sexy mannequin. He going crazy for him. <laughs> he never went over the top, man. He was, he was that good. <laughs> or the time when uh, he was wearing the underwear on his head and he was blue and basically looked like Papa Smurf. Yeah, when he was floating in the uh, pool of uh. A uh, booberry rock vodka. Rock vodka, yeah. Yeah. That's probably uh, that's probably an easy way to make money, you know, make some vodka and then just get some fucking Kool Aid or something. <laughs> You've ever known right. made homemade vodka? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my one buddy Kevin, dude, he he knows he can make you all kinds of alcohol: grain alcohol, moonshine, vodka. Bourbons, whiskeys, brandies, whatever, man. Did he ever make a potato vodka like Julian did that time? <laughs> I don't know if he's ever made a potato vodka, but he told me he made some wheat vodka a little while back. Wheat vodka, that's interesting. Wheat. No, no wheat. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe you could make wheat vodka. That's probably possible. Why not? I mean, if you make it out of wheat, why not? <laughs> if you're not, if you, yeah, if you don't uh, make any plans for the next three or four days, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I know, uh, uh, like weed tinctures. I know that you take like really high, uh, um, alcohol, really high alcohol content, and you soak it with weed for a long time. And you make tinctures, um, kind of like that Hell Gardens, but different. And then you same thing. You give yourself a little drop or two under your tongue, and uh, it's supposed to really fucking fuck you up. Just that much, huh? Yeah, because I mean, it's like it's like you know, over 160, 170 proof, 180 proof stuff. You get really high quality we're not necessarily quality just really high alcohol um stuff that you don't want to drink because it's too high <laughs> and then like i said you get really good weed you know you don't want to waste that on crap and you just let it soak in there for a while and the, the alcohol will break down all the chemicals right and then when you strain that off later on all the, the all the thc chemicals and stuff from weed will become liquid and mixed with the alcohol in, in the alcohol and then you fill up little Little eyedropper jars or whatever, and you know, a little drop or two every once in a while. Dot, dot. Woo wee. <laughs> yeah. Woo-wee. Hopefully it's hopefully it's not spicy like the tincture you just had because then it's like you're gonna have to get one of those other well, voice boxes, you know. <laughs> it will be, but it'll be a different kind of spicy. It'll be instead of being a, <laughs> it'll be like a. <laughs> 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 yeah, you you. Yeah, you you had no composure, man. You you really looked like you were in pain. It was oh, it was so it, bad. It was not exaggerated. So I can tell you. No, and I'm and I'm telling you, it didn't help that I had done that tuba tear because that tuba tear thing went more than an hour before that. Like it really wasn't. We were only at his house maybe two two and a half hours when we finally set up camera and started banging. I mean, I don't think I think it was much later than that because I mean it had just gotten dark and. Uh, you know, fuck, I went to work with him that day. He picked me up in the morning down in Calistoga, and so we went back to his house till like, somewhere around 4 o'clock, you know, and we recorded it shortly after dark. 
So even yeah. you saw the, the tube, the the peanut, the tube of terror thing. It was still daylight outside, you know. How many peanuts comes in the tube? I don't know. Quite a few, several. Uh, and how long did it take for that to wear off? Like the spicy, the hot part of it. Oh, it, I mean, just like the jerky, it felt like forever. But it probably wasn't more than you know half hour or so, probably twenty minutes or whatever. I uh, had twenty minutes. Jesus, did you, you know? Just, did it make you sweat? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. My whole skin was burning. I was I was red. I'm pretty sure at some point in that video, point out one of those things I was eating. I swear I looked down and my my I, my arms, my skins are beat red. And I'm like, look, dude, I'm red. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll, I'll do my own video and that'll be even funnier because I can't even deal with jalapenos. So <laughs> I don't even like onions unless they're cooked. So. And that's not, I don't even think that qualifies as spicy. No, not at all. No. <laughs> but I'll, gi- I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I will allow it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this one chick commented on one of the other JD's Firehouse videos, and she said, if you put sugar in your mouth, that's supposed to get rid of the spicy feeling. I don't know if that's true or not. I think I've heard something like that. Sugar... Uh, I think mustard works, um, like the vinegar, the acid cuts it, I think. Cuts it with another uh, kind of acid, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? There's a couple of tricks that I've heard of, but, I mean, I don't think any of them really, really, like, it's not going away. Not, not when you're dealing with shit like this. It's <laughs> not going away, dude. <laughs> was it as bad coming out as it was going in? Surprisingly, no. Uh, but I think that's because my stomach is a little tougher than my mouth. Um, uh, also, like I was pretty buzzed the whole time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like maybe oh. what well, maybe it was, and I just didn't realize it as much. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. How buzzed? <laughs> I mean, I, I was I was pretty pretty tossed when we did the video though. So I mean. Uh, you, sure did help then. Were you buzzed when you ate the peanut? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, of course. I had a few drinks by then. So if you were been sober, it would have been an even more extreme reaction because you didn't seem drunk at all. Maybe that was no, different. no, no. I uh, uh, I never. I can maintain well when I drink. Like I can drink a lot. So like when I've had a few drinks, like. Like it, I go for a while, you know, it takes like most of a bottle before I even start showing effects. Really? Yeah. But, yeah, but then, yeah, but then shorty, after, but then shortly, kind of like Ray, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, it, it, and my name is Ray, which is kind of funny. Like Ray's dad, you know, and you know, another, another 40 Jimmy and you know, Hey, better make it too, buddy. You know what I'm saying? And he wasn't talking about beer folks. He's talking to, in a the big old bottle of liquor, that big old, that whiskey he was drinking, that I think what was that? It remind the bottle always reminds me of black velvet. We got the stuff down here. I don't know if you got, got up there. It's called black velvet. It's kind of cheap. Uh, uh the, the beer? No, no, the liquor. Uh, in that episode, remember it's the episode oh. that the one I'm talking about is where they want to beat up Ray with the baseball bat, get him to, the cops to beat him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's drink they they get the the liquor bottle, and they call it a forty. And so I'm assuming it's probably just because there's forty ounces because I. I it's a liter, which 
well, a liter, I believe, is only 32. A liter might be 40, though. I believe a liter is only 32 ounces. Uh, so maybe, uh, I don't know, but the guy, he asked me, another 40, Ray? And he holds up his fingers and goes, make it two. And he's drinking the bottle of liquor. So I'm not sure. I just have always assumed that for some reason they call that, bo- you know, that bottle a 40 for whatever yeah, reason, but, you know? Have you ever lived at the dump? Uh, I've never lived at the dump, <laughs> but I've lived at some places that could qualify as a dump. <laughs> like, have you ever squatted where you just... Oh, yeah, yeah. I've definitely squatted. You know, I've squatted in an abandoned house for a while. Uh, I've lived homeless all over the place, you know? And and when I live homeless, just, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not just a, a sleeping bag under, behind a bush under a tent. No, like, I set up a homeless camp. I think I've told you a little bit about it before, but I don't know if I have or not. But, like, like one of the last times I was out there, uh, freaking, well, second to last, second to last time I was out there was, uh, we really had it set up before it was over. I had my tent. I had two guest tents. I had the trees tarped off above us. So like you could walk around outside in the rain in between the tents and you wouldn't get wet. Like the, it was, there was tarp all throughout underneath the trees above us. Uh, I had carpet that we had brought out there that was strips of it were laid out on the ground. So like you walk in between the tents and things. That's where I had that three tiered uh, shopping cart barbecue. Uh, that's where I had that uh, shower that I built out of the the, the bottles that I, that we built in a, a hideaway freaking bathroom that we. You know, you drag branches and, and trees and, and stuff over, and you just build an enclosure that is a thicket with a way to walk through it. And uh, from outside looking in, believe me, no one can see things. You can build false walls with trees and branches and things real easily, dude. And uh, just think of a bush. Outside looking in, it's much harder than it is inside looking out, you know? And uh, if I, can, I mean, that place was set up. But like the last time I was in, oh, we got that generator after a while. We had generator run into a couple camps down there. Uh, power, that was cool. And then, you know, then I know how to do it off car battery. You can get car batteries. Dude, you can get car batteries, okay? A regular car battery. They've got freaking attachments. You can go get a Walmart, fucking wherever, dude. Uh, and you can take your car battery and you can plug it into any socket on any wall and it'll charge up your car battery. And then you can go down. They've got attachments that you hook it to the car battery and it's a freaking wall socket. So you can plug in your TV or your phone or your laptop, your freaking portable DVD player, whatever, and have you know power right down there running off car batteries. And uh yeah, dude. So uh I don't what I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> why why I started well, off with all that. You, you can do you can do that cuz you were in California cuz up here that'd be unthinkable for, for at least for 5 or 6 months. I mean Well, no, no, no. Like if they find you, they're tearing that all down, throwing you out. Oh. You know, yeah, you can't just squat like no it's totally illegal it's illegal to sleep outside in california really yeah, yeah they, they've had a big well, home problem from 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 day from from dawn till dusk uh no that's not actually accurate you can go lay down in the park and take a nap you're fine but once dusk hits it's illegal to sleep outside unless you're in a designated campsite wow yeah that's, that's, that's you yeah, you, the, you can get like when they arrest you for being like tra- uh, transients is a crime. You will get it. It's a charge here in California. It's another charge they'll add to you for being outside. You know, yes, it's it's a hundred percent bullshit because 150 years ago most people were sleeping outside still. 
you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and what it is, the only reason that it, it exists is because the government doesn't like not knowing where we're at. And if we don't have an address, they can't monitor where we're at. Or and they don't like you. that. Exactly. And so they don't like that. They don't like you being homeless because they can't monitor and control what you're doing or where you're at or, or know what you're doing or all that stuff. They can't just, oh, he's at this address. Let's just drive by if we want to. Not saying they are, not saying they're listening, but I'm not saying they're not either, you know? <laughs> it's like a government of randy's you know right harassing <laughs> it is dude. throwing around your piss drug your piss jugs it is the, the california uh, uh government is like a whole group of randy's they're uh a bunch of tryhards trying too hard <laughs> yeah, yeah. well on that note i gotta go uh my, my uh, mother uh, who's an invalid needs to have her dinner. I know it's 11 o'clock, but anyways, that's, that is the case. Um, so, uh, happy birthday, which is coming up on Saturday. And I yep, hope you yep, have a related to you, buddy. Yeah. Do you, uh, <laughs> yeah. More plans for this weekend. You're going to be partying again. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I, I guess I have something over at Safeway. I'm going to go pick up, uh, and then um, I'm coming back to the house. Uh, I might chill in the hot tub a little bit. I got that inflatable hot tub now. Yeah, that looks yeah. cool. Oh, dude. Uh, I sp- it was like 500, 530 bucks, and it's a four to six person uh, hot tub. Oh. I can't imagine six of us getting in there unless we're all sitting uh, cross-legged. Like, <laughs> especially if you're guys, yeah. Yeah, right. Like, no. But can <laughs> I see? Can I see four four people, three people, especially sitting there comfortably? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Or, you know, three we could all... chi- or three chicks and you. Yeah, right. You know. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, six six person. It's me and five chicks. There's plenty of room. Yeah, man. yeah. Right now, I just need to find some chicks. I got the hot tub. I just need to find some chicks. Hey, so if there's any chicks out there that want to go in the hot tub, just email me at scoobdad.lahey at gmail.com. <laughs> Who doesn't love a hot tub? Right? Who doesn't love a hot tub? No, uh, anyway, um, yeah, if anyone out there would watch that fucking episode, have them email, remind that too. Email us, you know, of cooking show. Or uh, any ideas for other shows or anything like that, you know? All right. Well, on behalf of uh, Ray and I, uh, we've got your belly. That's right. (laughs) All right, now go fuck yourselves, fuckers. (laughs) Later, bud. You too, bud. Bye, bye.